Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your board of Herto, and of course, this is the Black Hand Podcast 2.0. Coming live and direct from Kansas City, Missouri, my hometown. Hope everybody had a good hope day and uh, got your stuff together. I got one more day until two more days till Friday, and I know you're already in weekend mode. Okay, today's or tonight's podcast is brought to you exclusively by the word hate and fear. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, hate and fear. Two of the biggest emotions no one wants and always has. Hate and fear are basically the same thing. You hate what you fear, you fear what you hate. It has been shown for many, many, many years in this country. On TV, on radio, even at the Washington Capitol. Hate is a very, very strong emotion. Hate has put a lot of people in jail. Hate has put a lot of people, made people dead. And hate is a, um, it's, it's a emotion that if you let you, if you let it lead you, could get you in a lot of serious trouble. Now, the youth of today are always hateful. They may or may not, you know, hate their parents for, for whatever reason. They may hate their friends for you know, snitching on them or something else. Or they will hate those that don't look like them, don't do the same things as them, whatever. And, of course, the hate thing has spread to other places. In Congress, being the most hateful is melting pot of them all. Uh, streets, uh, neighbors, cops, thieves, crackheads, methheads. Everybody has something that they hate. If, if the hate is that strong, then there's no way in hell that you'll be caught doing whatever you're fearing or hating. Now, this past year, we all had something to hate. And that was this coronavirus or COVID, whatever they're calling it these days. Either way, people have been hating it and fearing it at the same time. Now, before COVID came to our great nation here, The only thing we had to worry about hating was the former president and politics as a whole. That part of it has not changed. But hate is everywhere now. It's the biggest virus before COVID. People can hate you for whatever reason they they think they see fit. How you drive, how you dress, who you're dating, who you're not dating, your parents, your godkids, anything they can find to justify their hate for you. And I have a little bit of hate for me. Won't go there, but <clears throat> there are certain people that would rather see me rotten, you know, go to jail or dead or whatever. And nothing can change their mind about that. Not even a little bit. And then the fear part of it comes in. Everybody fears something. Um, fear death, fear getting shot, fear getting beat up, fear, you know, being lonely, depressed, whatever. Same long, same lines as hate. So sometimes you be both at the same time, like I said. Now, good prime example of that 
is racism versus everybody else. Now, when Africans were discovered and enslaved and everything, when they got off the boat, they were automatically hated. You got these black people or brown people or Negroes walking around and they're in chains and look like freaking pit bulls and shit like that. And automatically, the white people hated them. They were sold. Sold off. We were broken up from our families and everything else. That's what they feared. When the uh, Emancipation Proclamation came into play, there was a lot of, a lot of uh, <clears throat> slave owners that were in fear that they were going to, you know, lose their land or have nobody to work it because all the slaves were free. But the hate was still there. And you carried on to a one century and another century, and it turns into hate groups. Skinheads, Ku Klux Klan, left, alt, right, everything. Because they hate us. They hate minorities of any kind that's not white. And they fear us because we're different from their point of view. Some actually think that it was up to them. We would all year be dead, still in chains, or worse. I don't think you're any worse than death. But either way, that was a fear thing and it was a hateful thing. I know all of you seen the damn videos of, you know, southern sheriffs and cops and everything whooping, you know, freedom fighters or civil, you know, civil rights, you know, movement people getting hit and stuff like that. Yeah, that was that was fear. There was also hate. But the last year, COVID is also doing the same thing. It is making us hateful. Anybody that sneeze or anybody that doesn't have a mask on or anybody that, you know, thinks that this COVID thing is a hoax, which I can't understand that, but that's on them. They automatically hate you. They don't want to have anything to do with you. They want you to leave them the fuck alone. Same thing with the DX press. Some people followed him blindly. And the people that didn't follow him automatically hate the people that did. And <clears throat> quite frankly, we all should be hating him. But to each his own. And the fear has been on TV every single day since last year. And that is law enforcement. If you are some kind of minority, if you are a um, African-American, Asian-American, whatever, and you get pulled over by a cop. I know I've mentioned this before, but it's a fear part of it because you don't know what's going to happen after he comes up to the door and asks you for your driver's license and proof of insurance and everything else. I mean, you could liable to go for your pocket and end up catching a bullet with your damn forehead. But again, if it doesn't happen to you, you don't give a shit. You have nothing to fear. But people like myself and others that, you know, are just baited and, you know, hated for no reason, we fear that this law enforcement officer will see something that he has, that he thinks he has a right to kill us for. 
But, you know, they say, oh, black people are robbers and thugs and we smoke drugs, we sell drugs. You know, so we deserve to die. And that is the hateful part. See, there's a lot of hate and fear in the same category. Now, it could be, you know, it could, you know, be not like that if people would actually open their brains and their eyes for like five or ten minutes. And some are just die hard. Fuck them. That's what they're thinking. I had a um, fear and a hateful thing happen to me. It was on my on the eve of my forty fourth birthday. Back in Nebraska, I had this little kid, this teenage bastard, because I can call him that. He, um, I was taking him to a psychiatrist, a shrink, to talk out his quote unquote problems. He was in shackles. And I learned how to put them on and everything. And every five minutes, I'm going to run, dude. I'm going to run, dude. I'm going to run, dude. I'm like, no, you're not. You're not going to run to some damn shackles. Even though I've seen it happen. And it's very, very funny. But that's another story. So this kid proceeds to go in there, talk to the doctor. He comes out. I put the shackles back on him. And uh, I got distracted. One of the ladies told him to come over and sign his paper. I turn my back for five fucking seconds and he runs out the door flat. So, of course, me being the ex-runner that I was, thinking I'm still 25, I run after him and I tackled his ass. He proceeded to uh, decide to assault me by putting both his feet into my chest and knocking me on my ass. Now, you have to understand here, I was about to be 44 or 43. One or two. And he ran across the street and stole the car. I mean, an actual four door sedan, and he stole it. That was probably the lowest part of my life as a transportation driver. I was laying in the grass, thinking to myself, so this is what it feels like to be old getting your ass kicked by a 17-year-old who decides to run in your shackles and take a car. Now, I knew if I would have stayed in Nebraska, even though my boss did not blame me for what happened that day, I would have still been fired. Now, after 2012 and 13, I, I fear not working. It irks me. It makes me feel like I ain't worth shit. And, and that's a terrible feeling. It really is. And I fear it even now. And, you know, for somebody to tell me, hey, you know, you talk to you, okay, what the hell's going on? I get completely, utterly fearful of losing a job. And, of course, you know, without the job, there was no money. Without the money, I couldn't pay anything. My daughter's mother... She's really, really about the child support. She really is. And my biggest fear is that one day, I may be late a couple months or whatever, can't help it, that she was going to have my ass arrested for not paying the child support. It's not because I don't want to. It's because I was out of work. 
didn't give a shit. And I hate that shit. So, there you go. But people, ladies and gentlemen, hate right now is overtaking the fear part. Those capital rioters, for example, they had two things going for them. They were in fear because, you know, I mean, I don't know. They were, they were, they were, you know, fearful or something. It seemed, didn't look that way, but it, they were. And uh, the hateful part is when they smash windows and barricade, you know, knock doors down and cutting people down in Senate in the Senate in the fucking Capitol building, like a bunch of goddamn overloaded rednecks looking for Nancy Pelosi. What the fuck, Nancy Pelosi, do they all you? Besides, put up with this dingling that was actually your president. She knew exactly like everybody else to see. He was a fucking asshole. And when he took office, and like I said, I'm not going to say his name because he doesn't deserve that. When he got in office, <clears throat> I was actually, I went to sleep during that election. And I thought Hillary had it. Well, just Hillary just Clinton. Clinton. But when he got elected, everything in me got scared to fucking death. I wasn't I wasn't even in fear. I was beyond fear. Because we don't know what the fuck this dude was gonna be doing, which is what he did, which was absolutely nothing. Besides stir up people's paranoia and their mistrust and their hate parts. And that fear and hate came became the Capitol riot. Now the people that were involved in that riot, they proceeded to kill a cop. May he rest in peace. Uh, and they tore up the place. So now the hate that they had to storm that Capitol is now the fear that they're about to be arrested. Jail time, no matter if it's no personal or federal. <laughs> it's, it's scary. Because, you know, because if you've never been to jail or prison or anything, oh, yeah, you're going to be scared out your, out your ass. You really are. And those people, I'm guessing, thought that they were going to get away with that shit. Because their hate took over and they stormed the fucking castle, basically. Like a bunch of damn idiots. And... It's enough to, hate is enough to make you do, like I said, the dumbest shit, I swear. Like, for example, gangbangers. One of their boys gets shot up in a drive-by. Shoot up the whole fucking block to kill one person. And that gangbanger was probably like, oh God, oh God, and I'm dying, and oh my God, I want to die, I don't want to die. Even though you knew that by joining this gang, that could fucking happen. And the hate for the other gang that you're fighting made you join up in the first place. So you got both those together and you get shot and all of a sudden, oh God, I fear, I can't do this, gotta do that. That's the fear fucking part because you don't know where the fuck you going, first of all. Secondly, you have no audacity, you have the audacity to be in fear of dying when you know damn well this is what happens when you join a fucking gang. You could be killed or you kill somebody. You could do jail time or be in prison for the rest of your life. That's a fear right there. 
you paid it, but hey, you did it any damn way. And prisons, prison, prison, prison. Me and my wife used to watch MSNBC Lockup. Very interesting show. Every damn inmate in this damn, in each prison that they watched, all said the same damn thing. Well, I don't even want to be here, man. Shit. I ain't do nothing wrong, nothing like that. Really? So, even though there are some innocent people in prison that should not be there, but the majority of them have broke the fucking law. And they knew that if they're caught, they're going to do some jail time. But you still fucking did it. And then you want to blame society. You want to blame, you know, your mama and your daddy. You want to blame your girlfriend, whatever. For you being locked up behind a jail cell. Then you shouldn't have done what you did. Because you wouldn't be in fear if you didn't. So... Hate and fear. My biggest hate right now. Uh, so many of them. Well, my hate, is, I have a lot of them. There's, there's things I hate. There's people I hate. There's people that hate me. And I hate them right back. My, fig, my fear, on the other hand, I have a lot of fears as well. Don't like needles, fear them. Um, getting things cut up out of me like I, I've have done. <laughs> um, fearful of uh, being murdered or killed for no fucking reason. And I'm in fear of catching COVID again. I already had it once. And it's no fucking picnic. Let me know. Let me tell you. And I also fear being out of work. Like I said, I was brainwashed by 2012 and 13. And I feared that... um, I feared that my family will not love me anymore. I fear that every day. And I feel fear for my friends and stuff like that. Because it seems to me that I'm the only person in my family, seems like, that hates and fears a lot of shit. And they just kind of look at it, oh, well. But I guess I can't. I'm the one in my family that has the emotional genes. Because anything I fear, I'm not going to fucking do it. Anything I hate is going to stay that way. It'll take an act of Congress for me to not to hate something. But the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, this is the world we live in now. There are people all over the internet and Facebook and Instagram that will point out something that they really fucking hate. And they will share it with you that you that they hate it. Because nine times out of ten, you're probably hating it too. Now, in sports, and I do not know why the hell this is, but it is. Everybody hates LeBron James. Why? What the fuck did he do that he is hated by every damn body? I don't hate the man. I think he's a, I think he's a best damn b-ball player since Jordan, myself. And he's a good player, and he does what he says and says what he does. And he's not no, you know, going no strip clubs after after the game, and you know, hanging out with random women and shit, and neglecting fifteen kids they left behind, all that type of shit. He ain't done none of that. 
but people persist to hate this man. And I don't fucking know why. You want to hate some damn body? You, you really, I mean, seriously want to hate somebody? Hate Antonio Brown. How about that? Mr. Pate, Mr. Buccaneer, Mr. I'm going to stop sleeping with white women, and Mr. Well, I'm the best thing and everything, whatever else. You want to hate some damn body? Hate him. Because I do. I don't like this fucking ass. He's a show-off. I hate show-offs. I don't. I, I just can't stand them. Because whatever they're showing off, that basically is saying, hey, I got this and you don't. Fuck you. They flip you off or whatever and walk and drive off. I hate that shit. That's probably why I don't brag about shit that I have. If I got it, then I deserve it. If I don't have it, then oh well. But if I have it, I'm not going up to friends and family like, hey, look what I got. Hey, look, you stupid bastard. No, that type of stuff. No, I don't do all that. But people don't like this man. And I have no fucking clue why. Maybe if he got arrested a couple times, maybe people say, well, well, he's real cool then. Every fucking NBA player has some kind of backstory to themselves. There are NBA players that are playing, you know, strictly for the damn money. Fuck the championships. There are players in NFL do the same shit. Why the hell do you got to go to a strip club every fucking day? The strippers are still there. They have not changed. And I hate that shit. Every damn time. And these guys got all this, got millions and millions of dollars. Just to blow. And they wonder why, at the end of their career, they're flat fucking broke. Because all the money that you have earned by doing the sport that you're getting paid for is when to ginger the big booty over here. Probably went to her G-string. It's not like you have never seen a girl's ass before, or her breast, or her vagina. So why in the hell are you paying to see it? And then you wonder why most marriages, when it comes to marriages and celebrities or athletic celebrities or whatever, don't last very long. Because... No one, you can always tell when somebody does not have, did not have a lot of money in their life. Some come from straight up poverty, been on the street, homeless, whatever. And the thing I hate is, after you sign your contracts and you get to some endorsement deals and you got cars, you got a house, you got all this shit. You want to go back to the neighborhood that you were raised in and act like you're still down. No, you're not. Because you are a millionaire, okay? You run a ball, you throw a ball, you shoot a ball. You get paid for it. You are not the same as your your you know, hood boys over here. Not anymore. But you all are, no, I'm going to stay there, I'm going to stay there. And everything. Okay, that's good. Okay, that's great. That's awesome. But every friend that LeBron James had before he got to the NBA, he is still friends with them to this very day. They all grew up together. And I don't understand why the hell people hate him so damn much. Now, I I mean, like I said, if he was some clown that, you know, doing some Terrell Owens shit, you know, doing sit-ups in his damn driveway, everybody's yelling, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I can totally understand why you hate him. But LeBron hasn't done all that shit. But yet, people still hate his ass. Now, there are a couple players that... <laughs> 
I really don't like. And, um, for good reason. But, that's, you know, that's hate for you. They will hate you no matter what the hell you do for your humanity, for your community, or anything else. I fucking hate you. Don't understand why. But we all have a hate for something. We all fear something. You can put on this macho thing. Like, I'm not scared of anything. I'm, I'm, you know, so-and-so bitch. And no, you're scared of something. Husbands are usually scared of their wives. Because they're married to a woman. The woman's married to you. And if you fuck up just a little bit, it's just a micro, micro second of your marriage you are in fear that your wife will divorce you <laughs> and 9 times out of 10 that's exactly what she'll do but um, so fear is a you know very big big thing most people fear of being by themselves or being alone every, every human needs to be around somebody to you know acknowledge them or even talk to them but people fear any human being on this planet is in fear of being by themselves alone no wife no girlfriend no children no nothing not even family scared the shit out of them and I talk from experience myself hard to believe that I used to be actually still am a very shy man I can't look somebody in the eye, you know, because, you know, that's just how I am. And, um, I hate that I'm like that. I'm also a very, I'm a very negative person. Ask anybody. And, um, people just hate that I'm like that. Oh my God, you're so damn nigga. I hate that shit. Why? There's an emotion. It ain't affecting your ass. What the hell you care? But people hate that. And some people fear that if they stick around me long enough, they'll start hating shit too. Or they'll just like, fuck this, I'm, I'm gone. But for me, I somewhat have a fear of being by myself. I mean, now I do, but back then it was, you know, now I, I don't think that, like that at all, period, or a little bit maybe. But back in the day, yeah, I was afraid of being by myself and you know, no girlfriend, nothing like that. And I hated it. I hated when my car got repossessed 12, 13 years ago. I had just met my wife and we were supposed to go out to a dinner. So two fat bastards decided, hey, there's a car. And they took that son of a bitch. And my wife, God love her. She came and got me to take us both to dinner because I had no car. And people wonder why I married her. But then also, I um, I, I hated that my, um, my mother and my father died. And depending on how your parents are is how you'll feel about it. I hated it. And um, last thoughts have gone through my mind about the fear part. Fear that my family is not handling it very well. 
and uh, my fear of that now has became a reality. Won't get into it, but let's just say that I am now on an island now. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have a fear. We all do. You can sit up there. I fear nothing. Bullshit. If you are human, you have blood going through your veins, and you have veins and a heart, then you fear something, even if it's just death. And everybody has a hate. You can hate food. You can hate clothes. You can hate the car. You can hate yourself. I do that every day to myself anyway. And if you fear something you don't understand, you automatically hate it. Every minority in this country knows that. It's a, and it's a sad, sad feeling because when people don't understand something, they automatically hate it. And then they start doing things like, I don't know, burning churches down, burning you know, crosses in your yard, hanging from a tree, chasing you down to shoot you, whatever. And that fear is what makes them hate a person. So, fear and hate go hand in hand. And I've said it before, and it's uh, it's this reality, folks. This COVID has got everybody in fear. Because you don't know the person behind you may have it, the person in front of you may have it, the cashier may have it, the guys at the gas station, they probably have it. You don't know. This, this, damn, this damn virus is a fucking ninja. It sits in a, you know, in a, in a dark, got a little slit for his eyes, and picking on his next target, and he jumps you. Why you say? Because they're in fear for their. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this. They're in fear for their lives. Okay. No cops involved. Just fear out freedom. And people fear policemen. Now more than ever. Because like I said, we don't know what the hell a cop is thinking before he pulls over for a ticket that turns into a shootout at the OK Corral. You know. And, you know, I I have my fears as well. And some of it, I I could do something about it. And then some of it, I'm afraid that nothing will come from it. But either way, it's something we all deal with every day. Even driving. People don't like driving on damn highway. They fear it. They hate traffic. They hate people that are beside them or next to them or somebody riding your ass. Hate that shit too. You hate spouses. You hate husbands, boyfriends, girlfriends. But you are always in fear that they're going to leave you for somebody better. You hate your car. Your car is raggedy, has holes everywhere. And you're in fear that you will never be able to buy a newer, used or newer one because you have no money for that. I've been there, done that. And it goes on and on and on and on. You know why most people in overseas don't like Americans? 
You ever thought about that? Well, I can tell you why. Because people overseas fear Americans. We don't see what they see. And they figure that all Americans are, you know, they're gun-ho and, you know, we kick ass and take addresses and, you know, we'll fuck shit up and leave. So automatically they, they fear us, some of them. And then if you are a person in a foreign land and you're American and you're in their turf, then yeah, they're going to fucking hate you. Because Americans are not exactly the most like people in the fucking world. Really not. And they will do stuff to you, like beat you up or rob you or both. Because they don't, they don't, they hate you. So it's not just here in the States, it's everywhere. And so it's a fear. But all we can do is try to conquer our fears, whatever they may be. And uh, try not to hate it while you're doing it. And it was easier said than done. Because right now, as I talk on this podcast to all of you, there's somebody hating or fearing somebody else or something else. And like I said, if they don't understand it and they fear it, they automatically hate it. It's just almost like a double-edged sword type of thing. So, to give you an example before I go, I remember a long time ago when I was back in Nebraska driving for this transportation company. I had to stop and get some gas. The lady next to me, just right over the island, right next door, she looks up and sees me pumping gas, minding my own fucking business. And she went into the damn garage, into the, you know, the, the store. And uh, stayed in there until I left. Actually, I came into the store to uh, give me something to drink, and she walks back out and pumps her gas. So I'm wondering what the hell's going on with her. So the clerk has said, is that your white van over there? I was like, yeah, that's, that's my wife. She proceeded to come into the store and says that this man, me, was looking at her funny. I'm like... Okay, it was, I mean, it's really, really hard to do that because I had sunglasses on. I could be looking left, I could be looking right, up, down, eyes closed. How the fuck do you know I was looking at you? That's hate. She feared me so badly that she runs in the store and tells him, oh my God, this guy's looking at me. Fear. So, like I said, her hand in hand, and... Maybe one day, when we're all old and gray and have some kind of foreign disease that's messing with us, we will finally not fear the person next to you or standing in front of you, what color he is or she is, and every damn thing else. Because hate, like I said, is very, very, extremely powerful emotions. Half the people that's on death row or in prison are in there because they feared something. Yeah, they can say, well, no, I don't feel good. Yes, you do. You do. Sorry, you're not a Vulcan. Okay. So it's a, it's a very double-edged sword. It's just terrible. 
And the most scariest and most fearful thing of it all is we all have to stay here on this, you know, big blue ball and try to navigate through the hate and the fear that people bring. And God knows that's harder than it sounds. None of us are psychics and none of us are Dr. Phil. So it's um, something that everybody has to think about. I do. I I think about fear and hate all the damn time. It's really, really terrible. I'm telling you. But either way, ladies and gentlemen, that is my word. With that being said, this is the BHP 2.0. Please join me tomorrow when I talk about something you may or may not like. And I will see you guys down the road. Good night, America, wherever you are. And um, if you want to, drop me a line and let me know what's your biggest fear. What, what do you fear the most and what do you hate the most and I know there's a lot of things that people hate but I mean like really extremely hate like the mere sight of it much makes you want to see her whoop his ass or run from it so I'll be expecting it hopefully you'll you know drop me a line let me know but you guys have a nice one God bless